This is the Sam Raihu Talks Podcast with me, the Sam Raihu, talking to you. It's been a while, folks. It has been a while. I apologize for the wait, the break. Things are going. And uh, I'm back. Hopefully for a while longer. Uh, I was planning big things, but you know how those things work. Big things um, take time. And uh, I was working on too many things. So stripping it back and going back the way it has been on the podcast. So just working things out. Doing what I can. I'm still trying something new. Not what I've been working on, but yeah. Thanks for joining, folks. And so, what do we have today? Visual aids. Not what you're thinking of. This is a presentation. For those of you who are listening, this is a presentation. There are slides. There are. Yes. Anyways, this is episode uh, 37. Wow. And uh, here's two more episodes. Um, I guess cover uh, the topics for right now. So, uh, yeah, just a couple of topics overall. I'm being, I'm going to talk about, oh, yes, I am being, but uh, developer topics. Uh, I don't have that many art things to discuss um, because I, a lot of them are still work in progress. Uh, and I'm actively. Uh, working on them right now um and oh you can see my cursor um i mean those of you listening you guys won't be able to see my cursor but you can believe so yeah developer topics and then discussing why I'm coming back now um, and some next steps so uh, since art isn't listed as one of the topics I wanted to mention that yeah I'm working on several things I uh, am taking a break from social media um, because I have nothing to add right now <laughs> just working on bigger big, some well big for me projects I did help with the the shirt design um, and uh, been editing videos over on uh, Atomic Red J uh, the YouTube channel Atomic Red J and um, doing streams uh, uh, on Sundays with uh, Bargon Spaceman so 
are, I'm still drawing like at least five minutes a day. So don't worry, but you pick up the pace, uh, get cranking on those hours. But also I'm scanning some art and that's taking a long time. But on the topic of developer topics, um, uh, the topics revolve around uh, Godot, the game engine, the free and open source game engine, uh, web development, Python, machine learning AI, unit testing, and AGPL plus commercial licensing. So that's something I've uh, recently encountered. And these are things I've been uh, encountering uh, or wanting to in, uh, work on. So. Uh, yeah, and uh, also my thoughts on coming back from a long break. Uh, why was I gone? What does the future hold for this show? And uh, lastly, uh, next steps, and uh, of course, um, talking about the features. Um, yeah, it would help if I didn't block the slides. I am how should I do this? I just I just saw it. Let's see here. Which one's which? Which one's which? This one? No, that's not it. Oh no. This one. Bean guy. Okay. Um, well, uh, I see why Perun does his videos. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am going to having a little technical difficulty, folks. Okay. Sure. Okay. This works. So, for you listening, imagine a robot head that's blue with eyes. That's the logo for Godot. So, Godot is an open source, uh, free and open source game engine that I've been recently going through tutorials on. And I've been finding that is uh, quite enjoyable. Uh, I mean, I'm learning something new with a GD script, but um, it's it's a weird amalgamation of a few languages I know. So, it, but I've been able to follow the tutorials all right. Um, the reason why I'm doing it is because of the issue with Unity. Um, Unity is causing me a bit of headache. Last time I developed with Unity, it was a bit of a pain. Godot supports C Sharp, which is a language I've been utilizing uh, more frequently now for things other than just game development. So uh, I've been using it for web development. So that's really into the next section. But I think I. I uh, to me, I find that it's pretty good. I haven't really developed my own projects yet. That's going to be 
part of the next steps. Um, I'm looking forward to working on in the environment more. Um, there's some things that I don't like about it, uh, just the build uh, the UI. But um, outside of that, it's fairly intuitive. I haven't really used things like signals too much. Like to me, it's similar, akin to. Um, uh, event-driven uh, programming because I mean you're using signals or like um, I guess OS it reminds me of o operating systems in that signals uh, you know you get the segmentation fault or um, you uh, you're passing signals in the OS so that things aren't blocked uh, but if there's something that's significant like a seg fault uh, it will cause certain things to crash um, and the OS is supposed to handle it elegantly getting all those signals um, Python uh, I haven't been using Python too much recently I've been mostly using C Sharp and React um, so like JavaScript stuff um, but I'm looking forward to working on it with it in some uh, personal projects. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready for another one round of 100 days of code, but um, we will see. Um, right now I'm focusing on my health as well, so uh, that's a serious um, time investment, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, we got Pepper down there. Pepper. Uh, it's kind of funny because I looked up the most of these images except for the Godot logo um, on Pexels, and uh, Pepper showed up. Uh, and I was a um, a uh, software intern. Uh, the company I was working for had a uh, Pepper robot, so that was pretty cool. Um, and just, just seeing Pepper again is pretty funny to me. Um, I never really got to use the robot much, so, uh, but cool things can be done, and, uh, yeah, uh, but, yeah, I, there's several topics I want to brush up on, on machine learning and AI, because, um, uh, after Bargon and I had several discussions of the nature of things today with AI and in relation to art and creativity and uh, uh, ethics, we found that um, we had a lot of things to talk about. So I definitely want to brush up on those topics to make sure that I understand and, of course, read these papers that people have been uh, developing recently, like the stable diffusion and whatnot. So I'm very interested in looking at uh, those topics. Uh, I did look at Dolly one uh, about a year or two ago, but I haven't read the Dolly two paper. Um, um, the Mid Journey folks seem to be doing some things that are bending the rules and ethics, in my opinion. But um, and I. I like art 
and I, I appreciate hard work and like craftsmanship. So, um, like, and I'm, I've seen things on the front line of production and manufacturing and, um, just, uh, human to human relationship. So I don't think that personally, um, AI and machine learning is going to solve all of our problems. It's going to cause a lot of problems. Um, before it fixes too many, in my opinion, but it is an enabler. I just dis disapprove of the use of the word democratization, because it's like a. How can you not like democracy? It's good, but when it's like you're not really giving people more freedom, you're just uh, a drug dealer, so but with technology so that that's that's where I want to investigate that type of material and uh, get some understanding so that I can maybe build and test these systems in a more um, scientific uh, methodical manner um, so yeah that that's something that I'm very interested in doing soon um, and it's been a while since I've used PyTorch. Been a while since I've uh, used uh, practically any library because uh, I don't have a NVIDIA GPU right now and haven't had one uh, actually ever. So um, hoping that the market goes, you know, a little bit nicer in the next year or two to actually acquire some new uh, technology for myself because uh, I just don't have the spare budget and if I did I wouldn't buy it at this rate right now inflation's uh, through the roof man um, but I did hear an argument on it on uh, NPR about inflation so um, I don't listen to NPR often it's just it's the only radio station I know <laughs> And I'm driving and I don't have an ebook. Uh, like, there are some things I I uh, appreciate from NPR, but the but it's more like I'm I watch like stuff about behind the scenes for um, radio shows and how the syndication works, and it's interesting seeing hearing it and uh, learning from them how they're like. How the show goes and how these segments work and how they mesh things um, and sometimes how things fall apart uh, it's interesting to me um, also the fact that they like repeat sections and stories like in the morning and afternoon and I, I guess it makes sense but um, just in case someone misses it like but man is it is, it, it was funny because I Listen to them in the morning one time, and then the same day, listen to them in the afternoon, almost all the stories were the same. So, it's kind of freaking, it was kind of funny. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I am, uh, I haven't really used AI and machine learning too much in my work recently at all. So, 
I, uh, I definitely want to train some models and, you know, figure certain things out. The problem I have oftentimes is like, I can give a solution to, but I, I have the engineer mentality, uh, sometimes where, you know, sometimes you're an engineer and you're looking at problems and you're trying to find solutions. Sometimes you get ahead of yourself and you find a solution and well, you have a solution and then you have to find the problem. So right now I'm also not too sure what problems I'm trying to solve right now, but, uh, it'll be educational. And, uh, another topic that I ran into, um, recently is, so I, for my personal projects, especially the 100 days of code, I didn't really use any testing because I was just flying by the seat of my pants, just doing things in Python and whatnot. Didn't really spend enough time, uh, using, uh, Python, uh, unit testing. So instead now I'm using n unit in uh, C sharp and uh, just in uh, for react just and uh, testing library uh, forward slash react and then react dom or something like that um, yeah and there's plenty of things to learn about testing I I know how break things and even that like my web security skills are a little bit um, uh, behind or but lots of things to brush up on but uh, unit testing is an interesting one I never really wrote too many unit tests um, like I knew the theory behind testing and whatnot I didn't really apply them too much because, uh, like in university, unless you have a big, like term project, uh, unit testing really cost you a lot of, cost you a lot of time setting it up. But, it, and like, I didn't really have anyone to teach me really. And, uh, so I was focused on solving the problem, not making the solution sustainable and maintainable. That's something I learned in the last year of uh, university for myself, which is uh, build things in a understandable, maintainable way. Because uh, code is often written once, but read many times. So it's definitely read more times than it's written in general if it's a well-maintained project. I've also gotten a lot of exposure with um, like this idea of mocking, which is not to make fun of someone, but to um, pretend, like create fake data and uh, uh, reduce dependencies and uh, simulate things. So um, and. Uh, I've been using a tool called Mock Coon, 
uh, to do it. Uh, it doesn't have all the features I need right now, so I have to use uh, another thing soon to replicate uh, database and CRUD operations. Uh, yeah, let's see here. CRUD is create, retrieve, update, delete, I think. Um, because uh, there, I, I actually contacted the developers on their GitHub discussions, and they responded with, uh, "It's in the works." So uh, that's something that I didn't really do much before. So like outreach. So before, um. I didn't really utilize Stack Overflow in a way that is like asking questions because uh, at school you really were uh, discouraged from doing that. So I guess I caught that mentality of uh, not really using Stack Overflow or uh, GitHub uh, discussions or uh, to create or create issues on github repos when there's an issue so that's something that's interesting and new to me right now is uh contacting developers directly and uh, seeing what their opinions are and uh or just posting things out in the ether uh not really expecting much of a reply but um seeing uh people reply is uh at all is really interesting to me. Um, I'm surprised every day. <laughs> um, uh, on the flip side, I, I find myself struggling to answer people's questions on Stack Overflow because uh, uh, I'm I'm still new, I'm still learning, I'm still trying to figure out how I answer questions. I haven't answered a question yet because a lot of the things. I just have no expertise in. Um, but I definitely appreciate everyone who's uh, contributed. Um, and I am trying to find my spot uh, to contribute where I can. Uh, definitely learning that uh, web development, uh, full stack web development, and uh, machine learning and game development are where I am most interested. I'm not too interested in like uh, compression algorithms or like development codecs or um, things like that. I am interested in like leveraging CUDA or uh, whatever AMD's equivalent is. Uh, I think it's open, uh, open uh, ML. No. It's it's not OpenGL. It's um, yeah, it's something else. I I don't remember it off the top of my head, but yeah, um, these are the things that I've been working on, and I've been finding that uh, these have been opening a lot of doors, especially like suddenly when I. It's like the moment you close one issue on your GitHub project board, suddenly you're like, oh wait, I have actually like 
four more. Oh no! And like it's pretty satisfying closing a branch and being able to run a test and uh, have things passed. And right now I'm still setting up uh, like a CI/CD pipeline, so it's a bit challenging for uh, some of these web projects because uh, I'm still new to like these testing frameworks. And I'm uh, insufficiently creating, uh, I mean, insufficiently reducing these dependencies um, because uh, not replicating the database. So I know that I can replicate the database with a uh, in-memory database, but uh, I was attempting to do it with Mockoon. But since it doesn't have persistent uh, data buckets. It doesn't allow for that to happen yet, so they're working on it. I definitely appreciate, like, oh yeah, that I, I forgot to add the the license thing, right? I think that that was, that was the other thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the so that's something I've been running into a lot of. So uh, the AGPL uh, plus commercial license. So um, what I've been finding is that software libraries uh, have been quite difficult in that um, they utilize. Uh, so some of them are strange in my opinion that they change their uh, like licenses very, very frequently and in a manner that is uh, which makes their libraries real struggle to maintain. Um, like for me now, I'm just looking out for projects that are like MIT and uh, BSD for the most part, I think. One of the BSD licenses. Because um, the copy left things make it a lot more difficult for me to integrate things that are more closed source commercial. Because they like the AGPL forces you to, to my understanding, it might be it might be mistaken, uh, to open source your whole app, which is uh, no bueno for what I'm trying to do. Uh, I mean, I can do it for my app, but it causes like this problem of users using libraries that even if I open source them um, like my libraries because of this dependency unless it has a transitive uh, uh, license property which is kind of transitive uh, dependency uh, property uh, clause in the license um, but I also don't want to handle the commercial aspect of commercial license because even though it's um, for the most part what I found is that the libraries generally um, uh, open and free uh, it can change very rapidly so like things that are MIT are my preference because MIT allows for commercial use and uh, closed source. They're just um, saying that they're not uh, liable for anything. Uh, yeah, and um, 
lots of stuff in the works. I'm interested in bringing um, uh, test-driven development into Godot as well, but I'm not sure how that's going to look. <laughs> but um, we'll see. I'm definitely interested in creating Godot games that are uh, multiplayer and um, developing stories. I am interested in the... I did see a video of someone on LinkedIn uh, creating a video of a deep fake everything in the pipeline for that video was AI pretty much so they like did a like uh, deep fake um, generator with AI and um, then they generated the 3d model uh, using uh, Facebook's AI I think the 2D to 3D thing and um, then they did a uh, deep fake uh, animation tracking to uh, track the head and then uh, yeah it's interesting I might do a challenge similar to that that, that would be a interesting uh, proof of concept and uh, yeah now we're at the features section. Thanks for listening to me uh, talk about random things. Um, uh, oh, I guess I should talk about next step. Next step is uh, working on art stuff, working on uh, software stuff, fun stuff. So not not trying to do too much, just try and keep a good pace. So. And uh, things are getting into the fall, winter time, so maybe I'll have more time, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely working on uh, Atomic Red J stuff more, uh, but I'll be working on my own stuff as well. Um, and we will see. I will share my progress. So uh, the artist of the week is uh, Blue Shade. Originally, uh, I think their name was Blue, like B-L-U, but uh, it seems like they changed their name. They're an animate on Twitter, and I think their work is very cool. Feel free to check out their work. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really all I have. Cool stuff. Um... The musician of the week is uh, Lama, an old one. If you've watched the anime Ungo, I believe this is the opening. The fantasy is the track that is the opening to the anime. So if you've never heard of Ungo, I, I think it's a good anime. If you uh, have some time, check it out. But... Uh, for the music this week, it is Lama, and the track is Fantasy. And I recommend it because it's um it's interesting because it's a uh, drone music, and from the two of the band members, previous band uh, Supercar, um, I like it is like this is more um dark, but it's still with that uh, droning uh, vibe so. Check them out.
And uh, the creator of the week is Shank Mods. Uh, I actually had this on here a long time ago. So they have been getting a lot of subscribers. So they're doing pretty well. And I, I mean, the projects that uh, they do are nuts to me. It's crazy cool. Because, like, I don't really know electronics well enough. I, like, I, I know how to solder things, but, man, it's just crazy to me doing all these mods. It's just infectious seeing someone um, so enthusiastic about something. It's wonderful to me. And I'd recommend you check out their work. And something to watch. Um... Uh, Letters from Iwo Jima is a film that I enjoy a lot. Um, I haven't watched Flags of Our Fathers, uh, but I think this is a great film. I felt the humanity in the film, and uh, it it portrays a side of the conflict that uh, we don't often get to see, and... Uh, this is a World War II film. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it. So uh, It's pretty good. I, I think it's well written. I think it's just a human aspect of the uh, conflict. And yeah, I think you should check it out if you have time. Uh, Ken Watanabe. Watanabe is in it so and I still am amazed that uh, Chris Broad was able to uh, from uh, Broad in Japan was able to um, interview him that was a good interview that, that was pretty good uh, shout out to uh, Chris and uh, that's it and uh, uh, if you're listening to the show this is the references section where i have urls to uh images so most of them are from pexels um some are from the direct sources so godot and whatnot um letters from iojima from ib uh, not ibm imdb and uh, the other ones are screen caps of uh, public profiles. So, thanks for joining the uh, podcast, and I will see you next time. Have a good one, folks. Bye bye. <laughs>